Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. To coast. I need that uh, CFL winner from the Prime Minister on a, you know nightly basis if there's a game up there i need winners i mean i don't know jack he's got the over like crazy it looks like to me i'm sure at the top of the next hour he'll tell me who to bet on to win that game uh and i'm excited about those games if i can bet and get his action on that that's just more money for me i'm all over it carver high all right so uh do you agree with me or not that uh tua has a chip and that he's got talent around him now he already had it Gasicki, and now, you know, they got this guy Hill to go with Waddle. I mean, they got some talent, speed, defense. They got everything. I'm excited even to see the, the mad scientist, McDaniel. I like the way he handles the media down there. He's smarter than all of them. I think things could get interesting in South Florida. Uh, he absolutely has all the right tools around him. Uh, those guys are no joke uh, that he has his weapons. When you talk about Hill and Waddle, Kasicki, et cetera. They got a bunch of different good running backs involved, too. It's on him this year. He's gotten a lot of flack the last few years. Maybe some deserved, maybe some not deserved. He's got a chance to wash all of that away now because I don't think there's going to be any excuses after this year. He has a bad year, Scotty, where he's inaccurate or he throws picks and they don't win games. Um, you know, that'll be the end of him uh, with all the, all the toys that they gave him. Uh, at his disposal so now's the chance he's got the nerd in his ear uh running the plays now uh that should help him too everybody thinks he can't throw the ball more than 25 yards in the air he's gonna get a chance to with these guys i I know it's it's we're gonna find out quick uh because the first time he undershorts you know tight because mahomes got it to him all the time and i know mahomes is a special player that's a whole nother stratosphere but you always saw mahomes throwing those bombs to hill 45, 50, 60 yards down the field. That kid can throw uh, the ball. His, that kid can throw it. He can throw it. So if people are expecting that. We might want to heighten back the expectations just a little bit. Uh, but two is going to get some opportunities this year, Scotty. That's for sure. Matt Ryan is going to get some opportunities this weekend for the Colts. Him and the starters will play about a quarter, Scotty. Here is Matty Ice. We haven't checked in with him yet this preseason in his new home. Uh, he's ready to get some reps this weekend. I've always liked, you know, getting out there, getting some reps and, and doing those kind of things. But that's not my call. That's up to, you know, Frank and Chris. And uh, they've got to determine, you know, what's what's best for the team. I mean, honestly, I've always felt like it was important. Um, 
you know, and, and you know, different coaches and, and different years um, have different points of emphasis. But, you know, I've always felt like there's a lot of work that gets done this time of the year, some of it in games, some of it in practices. And, um, you know, so I, I don't really think my approach has changed all that much, you know, throughout my career. Last year was kind of odd not playing preseason. Yeah, um, I mean, we the last two years have been odd. I mean, you know, the year before that, we had no preseason games too. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how else to answer. I, I think he's going to win the South. I think he's going to. Uh, go off with the Colts, and I think it's going to go very well for him. I, he's got, listen, all kinds of football left in that body and arm, and I think the Falcons are a joke. So he was playing with uh, hacks, and left and right, Julio went off the deep end. Uh, Ridley ended up getting kicked out of the league. Uh, they had no talent, no defense, no coaching, no nothing. I bet he's happy he's gone. Now, he'll never admit that because he was in Atlanta from the jump. But I think he's actually under the sheets happy that he's in Indy playing with the Colts and done with all that nonsense in Atlanta. And I'll ask Chris Domino about it later uh, in this show. Uh, I don't believe that guy uh, wanted to keep playing there. Uh, we welcome in all of our radio affiliates for El Coast to Coast on a Friday, Sirius XM 159 Sports Map Sports Byline. Speaking of Matty Ice's old home in Atlanta, you can talk to Chris later about this guy. Here's the head coach, Scotty, Arthur Smith. Now, for a guy, this is his second year, whatever, he takes himself way too seriously. Like, this guy is wound too tight. Mr. Serious Arthur Smith uh, for you down in Atlanta, Scotty. For a guy who's done absolutely nothing, here he is. What was the, you know, what were some of the things y'all were trying to get accomplished on the last we look uh, you know, at big him. day before? We'll, we'll continue to have big days, Eli. We got a lot of practice and a lot of work ahead of us. Like every day we come out here, maybe some things we're working out situationally, um, especially at the end of practice there, some situational stuff that uh, trying to improve on. But I thought overall it was a pretty good day. But every training camp, every opportunity we get out here, we, we got to have the right mindset for practice and the right focus. Mentioned about connecting on our deep, deep balls. Um, you know, how's that coming along? Uh, in the play pass, it's been pretty good. On some of the drop back stuff, that's what we're trying to improve. And, and we, again, you got to keep continue working. We're going to keep swinging at it. So, um, you know, the old adage if we, we could carve something up and make it look sweet, but uh, we're going to continue to compete and practice, and we need to hit those those things. It's just an area improvement. There's always something D led. So, if that's the narrative of the day you want to run with, great. But it's practice, and we're going to continue to take our shots. Vegas has them at five wins. I mean, how embarrassing is that? I mean, they're literally, uh, they are tabbed as one of the worst teams in the NFL. So you're right about one thing, Art. You got a lot of work to do. He's got a lot of work to do. The Jets signed former Seahawk Dwayne Brown. Kirk Cousins got sent home yesterday because he was sick. He has the Honta, Scotty. No good. Ooh. Texans quarterback uh, Kyle Allen also has the Honta. He won't play against the Saints this Ooh. weekend. Former Patriot James White retired from the NFL. Brett Favre thinks he suffered thousands of concussions in his NFL. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's one thing falling in love with a house, picturing yourself moving in and calling it home, and quite another navigating the world of price negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. An agent who's a Realtor can make understanding that world easier. Realtors have the expertise, access to proprietary data, and tools to help you get from imagining living somewhere to actually doing it. That's the kind of help we can provide. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I don't know if you saw this or not, uh, Carver High, last night. Uh, you were probably busy, but uh, when the Giants won that game, when they kicked the winning field goal, did you see the net in the end zone? Usually it says Allstate. Last night, unbelievable, the switcheroo. It said at Sports Grid and at Sports Grid TV. Mm. I thought Rebecca did a great job of getting that kind of exposure for the network in uh, you know, New York and Boston, everybody saw it, two giant markets, and you get that winning field goal. You see that right on that, uh, you know, field goal net right there to catch the ball, and boom, it hit right in there, and I, it just made all the – it just ruffled with sports grid TV. You can see it ruffling. Tremendous job. I heard that that will be in several of the preseason games uh, this weekend throughout the league, uh, so it's make true. sure you keep your eye open for all of that. All right, we have a full slate of NFL preseason uh, tonight. Tomorrow and one game on Sunday, Scotty. Uh, let's get some selections from you for these games. Uh, we'll feature the Browns tonight because, of course, Deshaun Watson's going to play football for the first time in a long time. No word yet on the appeal of the extended uh, suspension or anything like that. So for now, he's good to go. Browns are in Jacksonville against the Jaguars, and they are getting one and a half tonight, Scotty. I mean... Honestly, who in their right mind would bet on the Jaguars in any game ever? Preseason, <laughs> regular season, postseason. I'm on the Browns and the points. Thank you very much. And I think Watson will light them up early and often. Here is the rest of tonight's games. Four other ones. The Falcons, who we were just talking about, they are in Detroit to take on the Lions tonight. We have the Jets and the Eagles down in Philadelphia, Arizona, and Cincinnati, and the Packers and the Niners out in San Francisco tonight, Scotty. Uh, two and a half in that one, one for Cincinnati, minus one for the Jets. All right, so uh, the Falcons are stench. The Lions are going to like win all their preseason games, and they'll still win four games uh, for the season. But in the preseason, Dan Campbell's going to be looking like King Tut. So uh, give me the Lions. I got them at a pick. I'll take the uh, you know the points there, no problem. And then uh, the other games I got here, I'm just going to go with what I got. I got the Bengals. I'm going to lay the points with the Bengals. I got the Eagles at a pick. And I got the Niners laying the two and a half. 
I was a little leery on the Niners because uh, they only win uh, title games and big playoff games on the road in Lambeau Field. I don't think they can get out of their own way when they play in that jinx stadium they play in in Santa Clara, which nobody likes, and everybody gets a sunburn. So I am worried about the Niners play. Go light on that. I'm heavy on Lions, Bengals, Browns, Eagles. Boom, everybody's happy. All right, Saturday, you get eight games. Uh, here's the early slate of them. The Chiefs are going to play their starters for a quarter against the Bears in Chicago. There's that on the board. The Panthers and the Commanders. Colts and the Bills. No Josh Allen in that game. We mentioned that Matt Ryan and the starters will play for Indy. Mitchell Trubisky, Scotty, gets the start for the Steelers at home against the Seahawks. Well, I think the Steelers are going to roll the Seahawks. I think Trubisky will have a good game. Uh, I'm on the Bills no matter what. And uh, I'm on the Panthers in that game. And and I can't remember the first game. I can't keep track of them. Uh, Uh, I I don't even know what the top Bears and Chiefs. Bears and Chiefs. I'm on the Chiefs. The Bears are awful. And I don't even care. Preseason, it's so awful and meaningless. But they're playing Chiefs starters for a quarter. So the game will be over at the end of the first. Cover. And the other games for Saturday, the night games, the Dolphins are in Tampa against the Bucks. Of course, they've been practicing together the last couple of days. The Saints and the Texans in Houston. Cowboys have been hanging out in Denver the last few days practicing. They played tonight. And the Rams and the Chargers in the SoFi Bowl, Scotty. Uh, Chargers minus three and a half. All right, so just leave that up there. I'll bet the Chargers win because they never win anything, but they'll win a preseason game against the Super Bowl champs, and then everybody will buy in in Vegas and think, you know, I'm going to bet a bunch of money on Herbert and the Chargers, and then they don't even make the playoffs. Uh, As far as uh, Denver, they basically have to win that game, right, with their new Super Bowl team they've got. Everybody's buying them for the Super Bowl. And then Saints, Texans, I'll actually – you know, I would I would take the Saints, but I'm going to take the Texans because the game is so awful that you know the Texans will be uh, happy. They'll win one game that doesn't matter, and I don't remember the first game. I can't. You can't make me remember five, ten games at a time. Dolphins. I can't even remember what day it is. The Dolphins and the Bucks uh, was the other uh, game. The Dolphins will win the game because Tom Brady's having a Farellanoscopy. Uh, and the one game on Sunday, standalone, Vikings and the Raiders uh, in Vegas on Sunday for you, Scotty. I, you'll enjoy that one on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I'm on the Raiders to go undefeated and win the Super Bowl. They'll win every game. <laughs> I am with you uh, on that. A full weekend of NFL preseason uh, to get you going. We're only a few weeks away. We are almost there. Uh, you're going to wish it was sooner after you watch some of these games. Uh, That's for sure. All right, baseball, we have a lot to do. You're going to talk to the Doc in a couple of minutes. The Cubs beat the Reds 4-2 to uh, in the cornfield game, Scotty. I don't know if you watched any of it, but if you did, you probably fell asleep. Uh, Ian Happ had an RBI double in the first inning. Good for him. David Ross got distracted. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Condolences to John Smoltz, Scotty. Uh, His father passed away a couple hours before the game last night. Of course, he did the game for Fox. Uh, Ended up calling the game. Said I, I his don't dad would have been that. mad at him if he didn't. He said he, his, his dad wanted him to do this game so badly. He loved Field of Dreams, the movie. He gave the whole gave the whole story on the air last night why he oh, still right. stayed well, and called the game. I missed that uh, because I yeah. intentionally missed the game. I'm not watching the Cubs and Reds <laughs> do anything. 
including batting practice. And I didn't know uh, that his dad had told him before he passed to do the game. So uh, far be it for me to judge anyone that loses their father. I've been through that uh, nightmare in itself. But uh, if it were me, uh, I got to be honest with you. I'm not uh, calling a game the night my father dies. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. But far be it for me to judge anybody when, when you lose your parents. I've lost my parents, so I know how bad that is. Uh, the Red Sox beat the Orioles last night at Fenway 4-3. to Royals beat the White Sox yesterday afternoon. We talked about it. Took three out of four. A lot to unpack here, Scotty. Let's start when the game ended on NBC Sports Chicago. Of course, one of your all-time favorites, Steve Stone, uh, giving his thoughts on the For White Steve Sox recent Stone, play. This is Harry Here's Steve. A wasted effort by Dylan Cease, who once again was magnificent, but... The tough part to watch on a daily basis, and I'm sure they're feeling the same way throughout part of the organization, is that it seems to be that hustling is optional, and as long as that stays that way, it's going to be very difficult to win some games going forward. Well, with that, I will see you on the plane. Okay, so I, with that, he's right, because what happened in the game was is that I think it was Robert who hit a lace to yeah. second. The the guy butchered the ball for an error, but Robert literally walked to first base, and the guy still threw him out after the ball ricocheted off of him. It should have been, if he would have even ran at all, he would have been safe, and they would have uh, still been in the game. But since he didn't hustle, that's what Steve Stone was talking about. The White Sox... Put a fork in them. I mean, they are. Uh -oh. Now you got your announcers calling you guys wussies. Wow. You don't hustle. They no. never win. All they do is lose. They're a complete failure. Season over. It goes further than that, Scotty. I don't got time to play Tony now, but Johnny Cueto then after the game said the players on the team have no fire. Nobody's giving their all. LaRusa said he shouldn't have said that. Vaughn agreed with Cueto, one of the other guys on the team. You got a major problem, and you said it just right. You could stick a fork in him. Yesterday's the day you could point to. The White Sox season ended yesterday. The whole series. The when you lose three They're or four finished. to the Royals, you're done. They're finished. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. To move closer to family, live within a smaller budget, or just wanting a change of scenery. Whatever your reasons, having to figure out all the various housing market trends in your area may not be what you signed up for. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in. Realtors have the expertise to help you find the right price and navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. That's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. 
Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. There's one thing you can count on on pain-free Fridays, so we have to deal with the uh, doctor of pain, Dr. Shivago, Dr. David Chow at Sports Injury Central in San Diego. He's got all of our pain developments and dealing with them in many different facets. Doc, good to see you. Uh, you guys at Sports Injury Central wrote about seven guys that are banged up that you think will be good for the second half of the season. Can you go through any of those for us? Oh, sure. I mean, it's just going to take some time for them to to be better. Uh, You know, for example, don't be fooled by Chris Godwin passing his physical and uh, practicing from day one in training camp. He's still in an ACL brace. Wide receivers aren't successful in an ACL brace. DBs lick their chops. That's one example. Uh, You know, uh, another wide receiver also ACL down in uh, Michael Gallup down in Dallas, second half of the season. That's the pattern Odell Beckham underwent last season uh, when he came back. The first half, not so good. Later in the season with the Rams, pretty good before he tore his ACL again in the Super Bowl. So there's a bunch of those. But we have some good news, too. I think there's a bounce back year coming for Saquon Barkley after the the poor last year, et cetera. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I don't think that's a good football team at all. I think they got a lot of rebuilding to do and issues to deal with. I think Dable's going to have a lot of Maylock's moments. But I think Barkley uh, wants to show everyone what he's made of because, boy, has he been bashed. Since he got drafted, all he's taken is flack in New York. They've given him the business in the tabloids and on TV and radio. He gets abused constantly. I think he wants to shove it down people's throats. I wouldn't be surprised at all. You're right about that. I've said the same thing along those lines here on C2C. Jason Kelsey had a procedure to clean out his elbow. Uh, Everybody thinks he's going to be good to go for week one because he's just a savage. Yeah, he's had that history. He is getting older. The only worry is, I think he'll be ready too, but the only worry is it is his right elbow, the snapping elbow, right? So uh, a little more concern there, but I think he'll make it as well. Some people might say, say, accuse Jason of saying that's the ultimate vet move, right? Have a scope during the training camp so you miss most of it, but you're ready to go for the regular season. Why not? A training camp's a nightmare, so all that matters is the regular season. He's a big-time player, uh, got a ring. He knows what he's doing. Gronkowski never wanted to go to training camp, and a lot of people think he'll show up again, up again in November. Uh, What's going on with Russell Gage's hammy in Tampa? They've had injury problems up front, too. Yeah, you know, obviously Ryan is still in a knee immobilizer, their center. Uh, Their backup center was just cramps, so don't always freak out when a player is carted off. Russell Gage, distal hamstring strain. No reason to, no way way to know how bad it is, but that's a potential issue. And, uh, you know, we talked about Godwin not being ready. Uh, But Mike Evans has a hamstring issue, too. I think Mike Evans makes it back before uh, Randall Gage just because the uh, types of players that they are. You know, uh, Evans constantly has these hammy problems. Early season, yes, acclimation injuries. That's true. But the good news is uh, Evans is a top receiver. He doesn't rely on 
overwhelming speed or separation to get open. He relies on his just innate ability to do it. And that's uh, uh, easier to come back from and play through than someone who needs to get separation. J.K. Dobbins has been cleared by the Ravens to go. Do you think they need to ease him in? They are easing him in. Look, he got cleared, and that's great news. And, you know, Baltimore fans are on me all the time. Why do you have such a low six score for him? I'm just telling you he's about half the production you might expect. It was an ACL and LCL. Yes, he passed his physical and he started practice. But what was it? It was 10 minutes of individual period. It was filmed. He was limping all over the place. And the next day, his head coach said he was sore enough that he took the next day off. So, look, it's good to see he's progressing. But it's just not realistic to say J.K. Dobbins will be himself week one or early this season. Hopefully he gets there later in the season. How about the kid they drafted out of Iowa, the center, Linderbaum? Uh, Is it true or not that he has a Liz Frank break? At Sports Injury Central, myself and the other uh, NFL team physician believe he's got a Liz Frank ligament sprain. Coach John Harbaugh says it's not. Uh, NFL Network says it is. Look, we side with the NFL Network reporters only because this is what he had earlier this offseason from the All-Star games and what have you. You actually hope it's a re-aggravation of the Liz Frank because if it's something else, it's another new problem. You'd rather have a problem you know about. Maybe it got aggravated, and hopefully it's not that bad. So we'll see. But we do believe it is a list rank. Mackay back then in the Jets, blew out his knee again uh, this week. Is his weight a huge issue with him staying healthy? That's two years in a row. He's done. Well, there's no question the weight contributes to it. But we wrote this preseason you know, everyone was saying Becton's healthy, moved to the right side. We had him at a six score 72 out of 100, meaning we thought there was some risk there. And he moved to the right side so that the left healthy knee could have, could be his inside push-off knee. But that still wasn't enough. In that big old brace, he still re-dislocated his kneecap. No matter what the Jets say, yes, there's a new component of injury, but this is the same problem he had last year. Uh, kneecap subluxation dislocation situation. Last year, they removed the loose chips. This time, they have to remove the chip and then sew the tissue so it doesn't keep happening. This is why Makai Becton's season is done, not really his career, but certainly his season. And it is, in our opinion, related to the injury last year, even if it's a new occurrence. Well, what are the odds it'll happen again? Without surgery, 100%. With surgery, pretty good that it won't happen again. Fair enough. Will Matt Carpenter be ready for the playoffs for the Yankees after breaking bones in his foot when he fouled a pitch off his back foot, which is a rare thing. Usually it's the front foot, and they wear all the you know, protection on the front foot. It jackrabbited off of the bat down onto his back foot, and you knew right then and there. When I was watching that game, I was like, that guy just broke his foot. He limped around and tried to tough it out, and he tried to walk uh, without a limp for the cameras. We all knew his foot was broken. Yeah, well, obviously a bad occurrence. The good news is no surgery, I think about a six-week timeline, and yes, he's back for the playoffs. So let's talk about Fernando Tatis. You're in San Diego. He's been doing minor league games. How close is he? Close. Uh, any next couple of days now, you know, I think he's close. He's not full go yet. He's got to get 
you know, the at-bats. But I expect the wrist to heal well. Look, uh, Scott, we've been talking about it for months, Tatis. What do we say? The timeline, four to six months, he's five and change now, right? And that three-month timeline was never realistic. But the good news for Padre fans and my son who loves him is that once he's back here, do not expect any setback. He should be good to go. And uh, that's going to be quite a lineup with uh, Machado, Tatis, Josh Bell, uh, you know, uh, and all the new additions that they have there. Uh, I mean, uh, that's pretty Juan Soto, et cetera. Drury, Hader, they're loaded. Uh, what did you think of uh, Chris Sale going for a bike ride and breaking his wrist? It seems like the only luck he has is 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 bad luck, right? I mean, uh, he's had a string of issues here. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's just uh, uh, just. I mean, he's got to be that guy in uh, in Charlie Brown or Peanuts with the black cloud, whatever his name was again. Uh, you know, over him. <laughs> what about Tim Anderson? He has uh, the same thing going, right? He uh, busted his. Wrist, is he looking at six to eight? What are we uh, talking about here? His, his is a tendon injury, sagittal bands, a little unusual. The band was torn, and so the tendon was subluxing, causing some snapping. He's about six weeks. He is having a procedure to fix it, but he's about six weeks away and will be back, assuming the, the White Sox can still stay in that you know wild card chase. Uh, uh, he'll be back. All right, so explain this to me. Uh, you know, you get platelet-rich plasma, PRP injections, and then, you know, uh, you know my daughter's had those. Now she's had prolotherapy shots, uh, a lot of injections. Uh, can you explain at all the difference in what they each do, the PRP, platelet-rich plasma, and the prolo? Well, you know, we can do, uh, there are literally week-long conferences talking about it, but to make it simple, platelet-rich plasma is your own blood spun down and the platelet-derived growth factors injected in. So there's an anti-inflammatory component as potentially a healing component. Prolotherapy is injected more to create some scar tissue and perhaps some healing through scar tissue as opposed to growth factor tissue, you know, then we can get into stem cells and exosomes and the effective cortisone. I mean, they're, they all have their role. It just depends on how they're used and, and what sort of problem. Do you think that uh, they work? Well, I mean, depends on for what and for what purpose, right? So uh, they all do something. I mean, every, I mean, look, Acupuncture works, other injections work, chiropractic works, surgery works, but for what particular problem and what particular situation? For, for uh, patellofemoral syndrome. Patellofemoral syndrome. Um, you know, unfortunately, that's a young person's, young, especially females' disease. And uh, boy, uh, the tried and true, I mean, I know she's tried rehab and everything else. I suppose it's worth a try, but uh, uh, fingers crossed. All right, and Carver High, hold on a second. He, he just wanted to say, screw the Padres? I mean, why would you say that to Doc when he's doing all this hard work for us? Dr. Shivago, have a great weekend, my man. Thanks so much. Always right, love you. having you on C2C. Thank you. There he is, Dr. David Chad. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. One of our favorites uh, all time on the bench and on coast to coast and throughout my career has been my good pal, Chris Domino, big rock star on the fan 680 in Atlanta, Georgia. And he is at the center of it all in hot town. We thought we'd bring him in today to talk about a number of things. Let's bring him in. Chris, hope you're well. Let's start with the Braves as they get ready to uh, take on the Marlins this weekend. And they'd better not F around with them because after the Mets pushed them around, they're seven games deep in the East. And with Scherzer and DeGrom and Diaz, good luck. Yeah, this isn't uh, – I, I don't think anybody's really buying into the idea that, well, the Mets will find a way to fall apart this year. I think Walter, I think the staff, I think Lindor playing the way he's playing, Alonzo, you know, you saw it this weekend. You hang the wrong pitch to him and – all he wants to do is eat your lunch. It's a better Met team than it's been in a long, long time. And I think Walter is probably the most important part about why they're different, how they carry themselves a little bit different. It's not about the New York Post headlines. It's not about an individual box score. It's really the collection of this guy, this this guy with this group of guys, I think is better than it's been. And look, Philadelphia is closer to the Braves than the Braves are to the Mets. So if you want to understand what the Mets uh, have going on in Miami, you also have to look at what the the Mets and the Phillies are doing this weekend. You know, it's 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 divisional play now, and it's going to be really curious because Philadelphia believes they're more alive than years uh, in the past in terms of being a playoff team this year. So what they're going to do against the Mets is going to be interesting, but how the Braves end up on Sunday night playing four games in three days is going to be interesting as well. You know, we're uh, all over that, uh, Phillies, uh, Mets. We've been talking about it, that it's going to be a great series <laughs> Uh, starting tonight at City Field, and and the Mets have been uh, fantastic, and yeah. they're playing way better baseball than the Yankees. But we are on Austin Riley here to win the MVP. We think the kid has been an absolute freak stud uh, for the Braves. Uh, tell us a little bit more about him 
and what he's been doing this year down there, how popular he's become in Atlanta. Oh, he, he's got a chance to be the face of the franchise. The Ronald Acuna stuff is interesting. Is he the most talented guy? Maybe. I think Ozzy Albies is the energy guy. But Austin Riley's a southern kid, just had a baby, rather go hunt and fishing and do interviews, and it's all good in that department. He got disrespected last year in the MVP vote, and he got more disrespected by, A, not being an original All-Star this year, but MLB Network on March 17th put out the 10 best third baseman in baseball. 10 best. And Austin Riley didn't even make that list. So you want to just talk about something that went dead really quick. Austin Riley, I'm not taking anything away from Goldschmidt. Catch him a walkie and maybe being a first-place team, there's bonus points in that. But what Austin Riley is doing is the epitome in a, uh, of an MVP-type season. His streaks when he doesn't go well aren't long. He's come up with more big hits late in games than anybody on this team this side of Dansby Swanson. Uh, Austin Riley's going to get his due this year. It might end up being Goldschmidt's a bigger name, a little bit more cachet. He's been doing it longer, the back of the baseball card. But if he finishes any lower than second or third in the MVP this year, if he doesn't win it, uh, I think at that point people are just absolutely missing out on what this guy means to this team. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, now, I think Wright has pitched better than uh, anybody on that staff, unless I'm crazy. And then what's happened with Freed? How did he get the concussion? Yeah, he hit the ground the other day in the Mets series. He actually stayed in the game, but he bounced his head hit. And, you know, it's a couple of days later. I don't know if they had the baseline on him or if it was just him not feeling great where he couldn't get a side work in. It's a seven-day IL with a concussion. He's scheduled to come back on Tuesday. That would be game two of the Mets series if it goes according to plan. But it's like, I don't want to call it a hamstring or an oblique, but until you pass and until everybody believes, and, and part of being a pitcher is you got to be able to get your side work in. You're not going to go cold to pitch a game seven or eight days later. You have to get work in, which means you have to be able to handle the heat, handle everything that you have to. And then there's the stuff of, oh, yeah, by the way, we're going to clear you when you feel good enough to go pitch. Uh, Wright has been really good. He's had a couple of clunkers, but who doesn't? This side of Dylan Cease and a couple of other guys. They miss Alcantara this weekend, which is a really good thing. Uh, but Wright's leading the National League. If you, if you would have had Justin Verlander and Kyle Wright leading the American League and National League and wins, and Scotty, you can walk up to your favorite book and lay that bet down, think about the odds you would have had. This guy's leading the National League and wins, and we're into the second week of August. So they're, you know, this series with the Mets next week, these four games in Atlanta is their entire season. Are people in Atlanta satisfied with the World Series champions' uh, performance up until this point? Are they buying in that they can still do it, still get into the playoffs, still do damage, oh, yeah. or are they giving up on them? Yeah, no, to the tune of two-plus million, and they're going to draw three million this year. The city's all in. This is not a fat cat. They got out of the gate slow. But last year was 109 games before they went over 500. So relatively speaking, this team is is leaps and bounds ahead of what that team was last year. Is it as good as last year? We'll see. The trade deadline stuff was goofy. You can't strike that kind of lightning in a bottle twice. I don't care what they did at this trade deadline. Now, you bring up a 21-year-old and Michael Harris a second. He's been phenomenal, better than phenomenal for a nine-hole hitter, a guy that wasn't supposed to be here. Spencer Strider, starting pitcher, back into the rotation, wasn't supposed to be here. And a kid who hit his... His major league, you know, his debut up in Boston, he, he goes two for four with a home run. Vaughn Grissom, he's another 21-year-old guy. Yeah. If, you, if you added up the age of Michael Harris and Vaughn Grissom, it equals one Rich Hill who threw against them the other night in Boston. These guys are both 21 years old. They're the youngest player in the league and the third youngest player in the league. And neither one of them played AAA. They both bounced up from AA at a need. But, you know, one man's problem is another man's here it is. And uh, here it is, is given an opportunity until at least Ozzie Albies comes back to probably be the everyday second baseman. 
Wow, very interesting stuff on the Braves. Let's shift now to the Falcons. The first thing I want to ask you about is Matt Ryan. So we watched him today talking about the work he's getting in with the Colts. And I said, this guy looks like he's got a billboard on his face that says, thank God you got me out of Atlanta. Uh, Because he just did not look happy down there. They had nothing around him. Julio Jones fell off a cliff. Ridley got thrown out of the league. The defense sucks. It was a disaster at the end. How do you feel about him going to the Colts? Do you think I'm crazy that he looks like a guy that's glad he got a fresh start? Yeah, uh, no doubt about it. Look, Scotty, they're still doing it this year into a preseason game tonight. I've never seen this at any level of football. They were rotating centers in NFL games. Rotating centers. This guy would come in, the other guy would come in. I've never seen that. You don't do that to anybody, and then you realize what what kind of position a quarterback is in. They have two linemen set coming into this year. Matt Ryan got the greatest thank you send-off in the history. I'm not exaggerating. I know guys have left and done really big, but there's never been a scenario that played out better for the guy who was gone, who didn't demand a trade, by the way. The Deshaun Watson thing down here was a disaster. I'm embarrassed to actually even say that this team even thought about the possibility of entertaining this, but because of it in large part, they realized it had to be with Matt Ryan. It's done. Matt Ryan just landed at the softest landing spot. He didn't have one parachute. He had three. That offensive line, that running game, he's going to look like a young man again. He's amazingly durable. The one thing that's not talked about enough is how many games that guy hasn't missed in his career with crappy offensive lines and getting bounced all over. Every sitting in the NFL, this guy has given up a pound of flesh in. He, I don't want to call him an MVP. There's a, too much competition for stuff like that. They probably run the football a little bit too much for him to have those types of numbers. But there will not be a Here's my statement. There will not be a better fit, new guy, new place, than Matt Ryan in Indianapolis. Yeah, I agree with you. I think everybody wants to put Russell Wilson in the Super Bowl. I think Matt Ryan's going to win the AFC South. I think he's going to have a big year. You're right about one thing. Uh, that line, that running game with Taylor, it's sickening. They allegedly had this great defense, but that defense melted down in the second half yeah. last year. So they got to do their jobs and you know live up to their big billing mm-hmm. and reputation. Uh, now, let me ask you, with him gone, how bad is it uh, in Atlanta? With the fact that Vegas has him at five wins, it's embarrassing. Uh, USA Today has him at two, and everybody else I've seen, five seems to be a little bit of a bump. It's four and four and a half. Coming off seven last year, they don't have a lot of talent. You, they they just don't. They won three more games last year because they were just a smarter football team, and I'm not discrediting that. If you remember two years ago, they gave away football games. Nobody's ever given away more games. It gets the coaching staff fired. It gets uh, Thomas Dimitrov fired. They win seven last year, but they really got it handed to them by big-time numbers against better quality opponents. They don't have talent. That a terrible cap situation. This team is at least two years away, unless Desmond Ritter can play, unless Kyle Pitts really, if people aren't doubling him, they're dumb. He's got to score touchdowns. He only had one last year. Drake London looks like he could be a player. That's all stuff in the future. Uh, I, I Do I think it's over four and a half? I don't think so. The best thing they have going for him, I think, is the fact that they're more intelligent. Maybe they're not going to give away winnable games. Uh, a couple of years ago, this team was really bad at that. The the big thing, too, Scott, is I don't know what Desmond Ritter, when he's going to be on the field and when he's not. There are people already talking about if he sees the field and he doesn't really impress, if they're bad, do they go get another quarterback? Like literally go to the top of the draft and go get a quarterback. That's going to be the next topic of conversation around here because I do think wow. 17 games is going to feel like five years. And at the end of the day, do they actually believe that they've got to go get the 
franchise-type quarterback instead of the guy who looks to be a stable answer down the road. Listen, honest to Christ, that kid can flat-out play. I think Ritter is a sleeper stud. I think he's going to turn into their starting quarterback, and he's going to be a really good quarterback in the NFL in a few years. He's got to learn the hard way, but that kid can flat-out play. A lot of people think that there was a mistake made with Kenny Pickett being in the first round and that it should have been Ritter. Your mouth to God's ear. And and look, here's what I think about him. I do know that sometimes your outside life might give you a little glimpse into what a guy is. He's, he's married child. And I'm not telling you that that's making him a better quarterback, but I like guys who all of a sudden they carry themselves like adults. This is a big ass boy league. This is not a child's league. He's got life experience. And I do think, and I agree with you on this. Did he have a monster game or a good game in the game that mattered the most? No, he didn't. So what? But, but this idea of thinking people who are finished product in sports at 20, 21, 22, it's ridiculous. These guys yep. aren't finished products for a couple of years. I agree with you in this regard. I hope he gets more time, not less. I hope the resurgence, maybe Marcus Mariota is the backup here next year if they don't have to go draft another quarterback. I wish him well. Seems like a really decent dude as well, trying to get a second life in the NFL. See Ryan Tannehill. But if Ritter is what you think he is, Scott, to not have to go and get a quarterback, to believe that you're going to be set at at least two positions on the field on the outside plus a quarterback, then they can go fix a defense that really, it's it's at, a, at best, it's one guy in Grady Jarrett, it's one guy, maybe two on the back end. Linebacker is just a real, there's not a lot there yeah. right now. They're going to have to fix this defense. If you get the quarterback, it just makes it easier to pick the draft picks that maybe make that defense better sooner. Listen, Pitts, London, Ritter, get ready. It's coming, Atlanta, and it's going to be good when it's, like, lubed up and ready to go. I- I'm short on time here, just over yeah. a minute. If you could just briefly uh, – Carver High thought Art is all wound up, Art Smith. He's just all wound up. Is he cool yeah. or not? And will Kirby uh, make another run this year? Yeah, uh, Kirby will, even though they lost all the talent they did because there's not a lot of competition. Win the East, you can go play Alabama. If you lose that game, you can still go. I think we've seen that in the SEC. They respect it that much. Arthur Smith is not going to suffer fools, and he said something really interesting. He told the media, if we have a terrible night tonight in Detroit, whatever preseason terrible is, it's a lot of penalties and turnovers, uh, this is not going to be a good post-game press conference. He's firing the shots beforehand, which at least, if nothing else, Scotty, I respect. He is not here to play footsie. He does not like chit-chat. He is not a guy who you're going to meet in a supermarket and go, hey, coach, let me tell you what I think about this team. He ain't playing any of that stuff. So in that regard, I'm looking forward to it. All right, Chris, I love you, man. Uh, Hi to the family. Hi to everybody in Atlanta. We'll talk again soon, buddy. All right, SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up 
that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's time for another exciting edition of Today in Carver High History. All right, 1963, Stan Musial announces that he is going to retire at the end of the season. 1969, Boston Celtics sold for a then-NBA record $6 million. Are you kidding me? These owners blow their nose with that nowadays. 1970, Kurt Flood loses his $41 million antitrust lawsuit against baseball. 73, Jack Nicholas wins the third of his five PGA championships. 1974, Nolan Ryan strikes out 19 against the Sox. 74, Mantle and Whitey Ford, first teammates inducted into the Hall of Fame on the same day. 84, Harmon Killebrew, Rick Farrell, Don Drysdale, Pee Wee Reese, and a cast of thousands all got inducted into the Hall of Fame. 1994, MLB Players Association goes on strike, which leads to the cancellation of the World Series. Today was the day in 94 that they shut it down. 2000, Evander Holyfield wins the then-vacant WBA heavyweight title. He beat John Ruiz, who was a hack. 2007, Tiger Woods wins his fourth PGA championship. 2008, American swimmer Natalie Coughlin becomes the first to successfully defend the gold medal. 2011, Tiger Woods missed the cut at the PGA Championship. First time he's done that in 2012. Rory wins the PGA Championship in a route. This is for the all-time margin of victory in PGA Championship history. To break Nicholas's record of seven. Can it be? Yes! The new ruler of the game of golf is Rory McIlroy. Rory McElroy. They love him. There you go. They love him. Uh, 2012, USA men's basketball won gold in London. 2016, a sad day, Scotty. A-Rod's last baseball game. The last time he played for the Yankees. This day in 2016, what a difference six years makes for A-Rod, that's for sure. Uh, 2016, Katie Ledecky won a gold medal. 2018, Brooks beat Tiger for the PGA Championship. There you go. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.